With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You heard it Friday into Saturday straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Steve Cofield along with the one, the only, R.J. Bell. I tell you, you think about it. Back in the day, Mr. Cofield, people would say, yeah. You know, Vegas is exciting from August 20th through the Super Bowl. And then a couple weeks in March Madness. I mean, when isn't it exciting? And just a little tease ahead to July, we'll be talking about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest and odds. But other than that weekend, (laughs) perhaps, when we'll be heavy in the college football previews, which we'll continue tomorrow night, is, I mean, LeBron James down 2-1. And I think few people out there, not many, know what the current odds in the series are. And they're going to be surprised. And we're going to get to it in a second. Showtime! Woo! I think I might want to break down Nathan's. <laughs> oh, a, a deep dive look ahead. Now, we got to get to the Vegas lead on this Friday into a Saturday is LeBron James down 2-1 in a series. Notice I don't even mention the Cavaliers. LeBron James is down 2-1 in this series. In the first round, could he lose a first-round playoff series for the first time in his career? Is that right? I didn't hear that one. Well, listen, this is the first time in over a decade a four-seed. Below a three-seed, I guess, is the way to say it. And we've been repeating this, but it bears repeating. Since they began seedings in the NBA 35 years ago, only one team worse than a three-seed has won the title, the 1995 Houston Rockets, Hakeem the Dream on that team. 
So to me, this regular season, and you got to be careful when you say, well, for many teams, regular season really matters. But for LeBron, it doesn't. But there's degrees to that, right? One is, hey, it'd be nice to be the number one seed home court advantage in the whole NBA, right? Because come finals, that, that matters. It'd be second level nice to have the best record in the East. Or maybe only have to go on the road one series. I mean, when you're four, it's going to be you know a, a tougher game. Or series in round one, in theory, because you're playing the five. They're playing a team they lost three out of four regular seasons or season games against. So yeah. Now, what some people felt good about was, and I'm going by memory here. I don't think any of those games were after that major trade. Uh, so you could have said, "Oh, it was a reshuffling of the deck." But the fact of the matter is, <laughs> <laughs> listen, thirty year radio vet, I've got you laughing. I love that we got the dealer in the corner ready to go with the cards. Hey, it's Vegas. we're Vegas. Baby. We're ready to reshuffle three card Monty. That was not RJ, believe if, it or not, if necessary. <laughs> I can shuffle. I can shuffle. Are you? What are a you? Lot are, of, a lot of dealers' choice games in my day. Are you a chip guy? I've never understood the chip, the ability to do the chips while you're playing. My God, now I, I think if, in a weird way, if you're at a, a table of all pros. It's good to be able to do that, but if it's because it makes it, it, you don't want a pro to think you're easy pickings. But if you are at a table with any recreational poker players, why intimidate them? Right? They, they're just going to say, "I don't want to play with that guy." <laughs> I don't think that particularly works. Right? So, to me, this entering this playoffs was a different level of disappointment in the regular season, and. Starting back with Popovich, you know, years ago now, Popovich said, hey, it's better to have a team rested and the second or third seed. And by the way, as much as they said that, the Spurs usually were the one or two, even though they were resting guys. And LeBron took that to heart. And listen, it's hard to argue with the record. And I mean record going to the finals in the modern era the way he has. Kudos. But here's my question, and this is, Cofield typical talk radio fodder, but we'll do it with a Vegas perspective. Is this the worst team? Now, I think anybody that thinks this team's worse than the team that that went to the finals against the Spurs, boy, that seems like a reach. But is this unequivocally the worst team LeBron's had since he left Cleveland the first time? Meaning all those years, well, what, four years in Miami? Yep. And is this his fourth year back in Cleveland? I've got that right, right? Fourth, yep. Yep. So in eight years, is this clearly the worst team around LeBron? Yes, he has no running mate. He has no backup to score when he can't score. And let me pose the following challenge to the listeners out there. 330 stations, Fox Sports Radio, Coast to Coast, Series 83, is look back through, again in the modern era, Magic Bird, the 80 championship season onward, and say who was the second best player on a championship team. And now ask yourself, Kevin Love, I think by consensus opinion is the second best player on the Cavs is where's LeBron or I'm sorry, where does Kevin Love rank in the league? Now I've asked a number of hosts shows I've been on consensus opinion is around 50. Does that sound right to you? Cofield? Yes. Okay. So when's the last time you can remember, and during the commercial break, we'll pull up the champions and see if anything jumps out at us, that 
it was even close to 50 with the second best player on the championship team. I mean, I'm talking about worse than 30. I'd be shocked at if if it's been more than once or twice in the last 20 or 30 years. And it's a double sin coming from Love because he's not really a, really a reliable scorer and he can't defend. So that's why he's so low on the, the top to bottom ratings. Yeah, but however, you know, every player has pros and cons, including LeBron at this point. But when you add it up, a team has a certain quality to that or, or a player has a certain quality to him or value. And I would make the case that Kevin Loves is, I mean, think about it. There's 60 NBA teams. So if you're the worst number two in the league, you're 60. So mathematically, well, I guess that's not even true because, I mean, Golden State, you know, if we were drafting, right? Do you, I mean, do you take Clay Thompson before him, right? I mean, you take four guys. They have four top 20 guys. Yeah, you take four guys on Golden State before you take the second guy on Cleveland. 30 spots ahead of them. Yeah, so to me, it's one of those, and, and I think it segues to maybe a little conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory, but I'll say a, a quasi-hot take. We don't do hot takes. We do cold cash. But here's a hot take, perhaps. Does LeBron, if they go down 3-1, does LeBron kind of say, what's the point? Now, you might say, wait a minute, RJ. LeBron's a winner, and he plays hard. Well, we all remember, or NBA fans certainly do, against the 76ers, or check that, my apologies, against the Boston Celtics when he was back in Cleveland, and there was all the rumors about LeBron's mom or whatever was going on, and I don't think any. Well, I've never gotten to the bottom of that one for sure. But does anyone doubt he played funny in that that elimination game? You know, un, uh, it was atypical for LeBron. No, not going to fight it at all. Kobe, okay. we had Kobe situation the same way to send a message. So is LeBron going to look to send a message? And not that he's not going to try to win. But is there a scenario where he's trying to send a message? Because I don't think the question is, is he going to try to win? He is. Yeah. The question is, is he going to make a Herculean effort to win in the first round when if the only way the Cavs can win is with him putting in Herculean efforts, and thus, is that even possible for four series? Could you imagine LeBron having to play like he did in Game 2? <laughs> To, to win 16 games? Right. That massive three-point win after he scored 46 points for the game and 29 in the first half? And let's agree to the following. If I offered you even money, you'd be making from the square chair, you'd be making one of your biggest bets, if not biggest bet of the year, even money does LeBron stay in Cleveland. Am I correct? You'd be making a, a massive bet on the no for you? Even money. For you. Yeah, I'd bet against it. I mean, that, you had you had to think about it. Well, I mean, it's hard right now. I, I hate being. You know, well, we that's, talk about what re- bad, that's what a yeah. bad is, right? Well, and but there's, you're pricing uncertainty. That's what. What have you done for me lately? We're fresh off the game, so you're feeling kind of bad, and the situation looks desperate. But I, I think, mo- and I mean, the odds have been out there, mm-hmm. and Cleveland's usually been the second favorite to retain him. But it's like plus two fifty, plus two twenty. I mean, the, and it's not like it's huge. So no, I would have had a bet four hundred during the season. Yeah, uh, four hundred to win. Well, 100. yeah, I mean, three hundred. Nah. I guess minus three hundred plus two twenty. You know, yeah. something like. But, now, but now I didn't see those bets. Basically, I bet a hundred. I win a hundred. In this hypothetical, right. I'm offering you, right. which is saying it seems clear LeBron's a favorite to leave. I, I like the bet. 
I don't feel great about it, though. But, but, maybe, but from a value standpoint, it's But here's the question. Play. In the back of your mind, if you're LeBron and you feel like you're heading out the door, and let's be candid, whoever's fault it is, and I think a lot of people will rightfully say LeBron built this team, right? His buddies and you know his, his, his buddies, the agent, and get this guy a better deal, and who knows who's making what where. Hey, we can blame him or not blame him, but obviously LeBron's had more to say about the construction, the personnel on the Cavs than any player in 2018 has had on any team in the NBA. I'll go further than that and say if he wanted Kyrie Irving around, Kyrie Irving would be around. They would have worked that out. Yeah, but he's the leader. He's the one who needed to acquiesce a little bit to stroke the ego of Kyrie Irving. Now, as it turned out, Irving is out for the year. But if if he wanted Irving around, he'd be around. That's how much power he has. And I think we're talking about two different types of power. One is influence with the front office, if not control. But number two is having such a brand, such a force of personality. If he would have treated Kyrie differently with, you know, you could say more respect or more as a peer or close to a peer, he maybe would have wanted to stay. Who knows? But either way, this is LeBron's mess. And do you think he wants to spend the night? And, and, and let's be candid. By all accounts, him and Gilbert have never gotten along even since he came back. It was a marriage of convenience. I don't know that he ever got over the stupid letter that Gilbert wrote being all nasty in Comic Sans. And sometimes... <laughs> I always remember the font. And sometimes a letter like that is... It, it, it's not only the letter, but it's the kind of person that would have written that letter. Meaning, that's the guy that he had to deal with all those years. Yep. And we also know, remember, how old was he when he started dealing with Gilbert? 18. Right? Most people, when they're 18, there's that four or five years you graduate college, and all of a sudden, whatever BS you had to put up with, you don't want to put up with anymore. The idea of getting away from it for four years and then coming back and having to put up with it again, I mean, to me, I think it's correct that the Cavs are underdogs to retain LeBron. And I'm going to come up with a theory when we come back which says that fact speaks to the chance the Cavs don't win this series. I want to hear the series odds update as well. It's all on the way right here on Straight Into Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Steve Cofield, RJ Bell, we're taking you through uh, the night with our Vegas lead in the NBA playoffs. The big story, LeBron James now down 2-1. Another tight game. Actually blew a 17-point lead, then fell down 7, fought back. J.R. Smith crosses midcourt, down 92-90, takes about a 32-footer. LeBron just drops his head, walks off the floor like, what What am I doing? Yeah, I saw the, the footage on that. And it, it brings up a point, but before I give you my borderline hot take, we did the research, and here's the question. Who's been the second best player on championship teams, and has anyone... In the modern era, any of those number twos been as, I don't want to say mediocre, but let's just say slightly above average as Kevin Love. We estimate Kevin Love, and it seems to be a consensus opinion, to be about the 50th best player in the NBA. So first off, kudos. If you're 50th best in the world at anything, all right? But we're talking about, is this a championship team? And Cofield, you looked, and... In, in the, what, 38 or so years 
since Magic and Bird, there's only one team we could even debate. Yeah, there's always a good running mate inside of the top 25 as the second player. And Dirk Nowitzki, great player on the Mavs of 2010-2011. These guys are all good players, but I wouldn't say any of them are superstars. Jason Terry, Karan Butler, Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler. And and an older Jason Kidd. And Jason Kidd, you know, 38 years old, going, you know, eight points and eight assists. So we could debate whoever's the number two there versus Kevin Love. But you know what we can't debate? If we took the three, four, and five versus, I mean, we were trying to debate ourselves, (laughs) discuss who's the three right now on Cleveland. If you ask the third best option on Cleveland and everyone pauses, that ain't good. Who is it? Uh, yeah, this this would be... Is it J.R. Smith? From 2 through 12, <laughs> this would be the worst championship team ever, and I'm not, or at least in the modern era, and I'm not even sure it's close. Some nights it could be Rodney Hood. Some nights it could be Clarkson. Other nights it could be Jeff Green. Larry Nance is your third best player? Here's my hot take. If LeBron's looking to get out of Cleveland, and he's created a mess there, and when I say he, I mean personnel-wise, big hand in it, Let's take, let's be honest, is wouldn't losing in the first round take the heat off? Meaning he's tried his best. No one's going to say, no reasonable person is going to say, oh, LeBron, it's your fault you lost in the first round. But they're going to say, hey, you know, and, and again, obviously he cares about the Akron Cleveland area. And with the Sports Illustrated letter and the commercials around it, he upped the stakes when it came to him and his connection to his hometown. So leaving with more justification versus the idea of, okay, I'm going to kill myself to win a seven-game series and then maybe kill myself to win a seven-game series or six against Toronto. And again, they at this point, I think they'd be underdogs in that series. And then they'd be playing the Sixers in theory. And again, things don't always go that way, but that'd be a tough series, especially a Sixers team that that were getting its its confidence, its sea legs, like winning two series in this hypothetical. And then your reward would be going back and playing very likely Houston or Golden State, where they would be massive, the Cavs, massive underdogs. Any guesses on how big that would be? Oh man! Well, we have to see how the, that side comes through, and if the Cavs well, but play any, listen, seven games every series, eh, it doesn't matter. Is I mean, it does a little bit, but if Houston or Golden State gets through, they're going to be considered one of the better teams in the last ten years at that point. Square chair. I'll just throw a number out. I may be way off. Warriors or Rockets? Five fifty. Is that not big enough? I think it'd be a little higher. Really? Which is hard to imagine oh, with LeBron. My God. But think about yeah. it. Is is let's say if minus 500 was the vigorous line, so let's say it was minus 600 plus 400, is so what you're saying is the the Cavs would have a 16% chance or so. Do you really think the Cavs have a one in six chance to beat the Warriors? No. Or the Rockets? And remember, both those teams, either of them would have home court over Cleveland. So, Man, I'd have to see this team shooting threes like they did last year. You know, all of a sudden, Corver and Hood and some of these other guys would have to go crazy, and they'd have to be so. Making, so like, last year to lose this the, a five game series, yep. they, sh- they went crazy <laughs> to get there. They did. I mean, how much worse is this Cleveland team? Yeah, that's worse. You know, listen, 
A lot worse. Every. I mean, the <laughs> Lakers with Kobe, with Shaq, went into the finals and got swept by a Pistons team that were huge underdogs in that series. Meaning every, you know, Larry Bird, one, one year he was in the finals and the next year he wasn't, he was never again. Is there has to be an end. Now, it doesn't mean LeBron. Now, listen, let's give credit where credit's due. LeBron, you could, I, I've heard people make the case, and I don't trust my NBA expertise enough to debate someone like a Chris Broussard. And I'm not saying Chris made this specific case, but those level guys is this is LeBron's most impressive season as a player. I've heard that debated. I heard a lot of the MVP, uh, MVP stuff down the last two weeks. He ain't winning the MVP, though. No. But what I'm saying is the fact that his age, and, and again, this is professional sports, right? Yeah. But as you're moving towards your mid-30s, uh, and it's a different era, right? Blood transfusions and German doctors and cryogenics. And I, uh, <laughs> there was a good article out there. We're going to freeze LeBron. Yeah, bring him back at 34. But well, he'll well, really no, be 53. They, they do it where they freeze. This was actually on uh, my, one of my favorite shows, Billions. Okay. Oh, Bobby the Axe Axelrod. They actually had uh, <laughs> the 76ers. Uh, some of their players had an Axe Capital shirt in warm-ups yesterday. All right. So love Billions. I think a lot of listeners probably agree is... In that show, they showed where the axe got a two-minute, or I think it even was like a 40-second, where they shoot him down to like minus 200 degrees so it slows your cells down. And supposedly it's great for aging, fighting cancer, that kind of stuff. But LeBron, in that article, they were saying spends hundreds and hundreds of thousands a year on his body upkeep, right? And and, and Larry Bird hurt his back actually literally laying cement in the summer. If you watch that Bird Magic special HBO had years ago, I mean like three, four years ago, that's how Bird initially hurt his back was was laying cement. So a little different now. It's a different age, right? A little Bird, different. But but all that said, no one's saying LeBron isn't still it doesn't matter if he's the best or the second best or the third best. No one's saying he's not one of the best players in the NBA, most people are saying he's the best, right? I think most people I respect, it's that he's in a horrible situation right now. How's this situation getting any better? What's going to be better next year? And don't forget, the Cavs hedged with that Nets pick. When they were deciding who to trade for, and listen, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my bows when appropriate. It's one of those situations where we require the services of R.J. Bell. And here's it is. When we were right here and everybody, Fezzik, Brad, you, Cofield, were saying, oh, the Cavs are so much improved on that trade. So much improved. I thought it gave him a shot. I was wrong. Yeah. Well, this that, is, this see, is, there it is. That's this just, is, it. I was wrong. That simple. No, I was wrong. I'll admit it. Just start there, yeah. and then we move on. I was wrong. I'm not going to pull a Fezzik and fight you for seven <laughs> minutes and then but, get back to him in a corner and just say, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> hey, this is LeBron and a good player in Kevin Love. And then, frankly, a bunch of guys, they're not terrible players. They're all bench players. These aren't NBA champions. These are the seventh or eighth guy they're, on they're, an NBA championship they're six, team. They're six through ten. They're a bench. And maybe not even that. I mean, you know, I mean, borderline. That I'm not talking about Kevin Love, but otherwise, we were, we were, we got fooled. We thought reshaping things and changing the chemistry by getting rid of it 
would fix and, things. And, and maybe, frankly, we were, maybe it was a good we, roll. Of the we dice. were fired up about, get, about getting two Lakers, and, and, yeah, <laughs> and not really. the ones you want. And here's the thing: just because this didn't work doesn't mean it wasn't worth rolling the dice. It doesn't mean the alternative would have worked, right? Though Isaiah, when he seemed healthy, at least to me, Isaiah had an upside. You could envision these guys didn't have these guys had been around enough. Where's the upside? They hard to sell Isaiah though. I mean, did he shut it down because he had to, or yeah, that's just, the question. at this point, you know, what's, what's the point? But I guess what I'm saying is, how do the Cavs get better next year? And does LeBron hold a grudge? Who knows who the heck the Cavs could have gotten if they would have put that Nets pick in the mix? Right, but the owner saying, "Hey, if LeBron leaves, I want to not be building from scratch." Which I don't. I actually don't blame them on. They wanted a commitment. Okay, from so they don't still, they, don't blame LeBron for leaving. But they still have that pick, though. So that is though. If you want, if there's a little bit of upside, they still have that pick. And could they move Love's money for something else? Maybe, maybe. Oh, you're saying like trade that? But how stupid would it be to trade that pick? To, to, to take one of LeBron's last prime years, and who knows how long he's going to keep playing at this level. I can't imagine it's more than three more years, right? If math, right. if history tells you, as Mark Jackson would say, father time is undefeated, is if LeBron only has this year and three more prime years left, you take 25% of his prime and throw it away because, and then you're going to do the same trade that you would have done that would have given you another year, this year's chance to win if you would have gotten a, a, a 12th, 15th, 18th best player in the league by putting together a package. So, if anything, that's even would be worse. It would be almost like an affrontery, as Junior Soprano would say, affrontery <laughs> to LeBron. So, I think he's out. I think he's going to try to win, but I think if 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 in his heart of hearts, he's not going to hate losing as much as he typically would because he's thinking one, he doesn't have to play a couple more series that's borderline futile to win a title, and number two. It really smooths the road out of town, LeBron out of Cleveland. We have to get to Kevin Figures here in 30 seconds. What's the updated series odds on this? What sort of shot? Are the books giving the Cavs to come back from 2-1? We can't tease it one more segment. Right now, <laughs> right now, the Cavs, down 2-1, are still favored. Are still favored. Minus 130. Indiana plus 110. So 53 54%. You know, moving to 55. So right now it's a coin flip with the smallest edge towards LeBron. We'll get your story. Uh, we'll get you the story in the West, man. I wish I had bet about a week ago, Golden State, because it's going to, it's going to get worse and worse. Hey, real quick before yeah. we go, I know we got to run to the break, but right now, right now, the Warriors have about the same chance to win the title as LeBron has to get out of the first round. Yikes. Kevin Figures up with the latest. All right, guys, you just mentioned it. The LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers losing game three of their first best of seven series in the first round to the Pacers on Friday night by the score of 92 to 90. Indiana actually trailed by as many as 17 points in the game, but they were fueled by Bojan Bogdanovic, who had 30 points. Victor Oladipo also chipped in 18. 
is Indiana now 5-2 and two against the Cavaliers this season, including the regular season and the playoffs. Elsewhere, the Bucks with a 116-92 victory over the Boston Celtics in Milwaukee. Chris, Mis- Chris Middleton with 23 points on the night. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 19 points and 6 assists as the Bucks shot 57% from the field and 48% from three-point range against one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Celtics still lead that series two games to one. And in the nation's capital, the Wizards with a 122-103 victory over the Toronto Raptors as John Wall had 14 points, excuse me, 28 points and 14 assists. Bradley Beal chipped in 28 points as well as the Raptors now lead that series two games to one. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NHL, the Flyers beat the Penguins 4-2 to two to take a three, three games to two lead in that series. The Minnesota Wild swept by the, it's just not swept, but I should say losing five games to the Winnipeg Jets. 5 nothing was the final in game five. Colorado Avalanche with a 2-1 to one victory over Nashville. They lead their series three games to one. In left coast Major League Baseball, the Nationals with a 5-2 to two victory over the Dodgers as Max Scherzer outdo Clayton Kershaw. Six innings, four hits, one run, and nine strikeouts. Red Sox, red hot, 17-2 on the season, 9-1 on the road. They get a 7-3 victory in Oakland against the A's. Back to straight out of Vegas. Thank you, Kevin. So you heard the Bucks win against the Celtics, uh, laying five, one sixteen to ninety two. So that's a two one series now. Celtics with the lead. I told you last couple weeks I was going to play the Celtics for the East. I actually didn't do it. I figured. No, no, no. I'll explain. <laughs> when I actually was going to do it uh, last Friday after the show, and I looked up the number, it had gone from twenty six to one to win the East to eighteen to one. So I backed oh. off, but I did bet the series. So I got oh, the series. Okay. I have Celtic series over the box at minus 165. Telling you before the series, I think Jalen Brown will step up. He'll have a big series. You're going to see him rise to a new level. Game one and two, he was very good. Tonight, not so good. Only 11 points. And the Bucks with backs against the wall, that zigzag spot, we can explain the zigzag, went crazy shooting 57% and 49 from three with 16 threes. No doubt. And, you know, before I'm going to take a quick detour before we get to this Boston game. I love that Fox National Radio has update guys because, you know, I grew up in a very small town, 4,000 people, no stoplights. We had a Dairy Queen, but it was only open in the summer because it was outdoor. It was one of those you walk up to, like, the stand. So in the winter, no one's getting ice cream in Ohio, right? You dip the cone or go with the sprinkles? Uh, you know, I was always a cup guy because I, I wanted to relax. I didn't want the stress of that cone dripping. And even as a kid, even as a kid, did you I get beat a, up for that? I was, no, no. <laughs> as I was, a I was t- like, when I asked you that question, you roll your eyes like you were some muscled <laughs> no, up little no, like no, no, no. carrying a knife. Like I would have gone, really. Someone comes at me about about the cup. I'll stab you. A tire iron. <laughs> what, is, what was the roll of the eyes? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to look like a wuss on national radio. <laughs> All right, so the I Dairy Queen. One in the chamber in case you ponder. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so here's the thing. In a town like that, and it was a coal mining town, it is a coal mining town, and even in the 80s, you, when I was growing up, you would hear about the glory days of the 70s, how the card games would go all night on a Tuesday night, is you grow up with a sense of scarcity, right? I think people... You can put, you can say, are you a, you know, who's your Beatle used to be the question, right? You're a John guy, you're a Paul guy. Different people would say, like, who are you on Gilligan's Island back on the day or the Brady Bunch? There's these questions that will kind of answer to some degree what your personality is. Is I think part of it is, do you believe 
that the world is a place of abundance or do you believe the world is a place of scarcity? And if you grow up in a small town and things are trending down, it's scarcity. You know, 72 kids in my graduating class in high school. So math says about 36 girls. There wasn't a lot to choose from, right? It was scarcity. And then you get to a place like Vegas and you see abundance. And I think that some people embrace that and some people believe in the scarcity. If you look at radio in general, is even the big stations, you know, big successful stations, letting guys go, used to have an update guy, doesn't have an update guy. To me, I love, I love that Fox does because, and especially with guys like Looney, who I consider to be awesome, and I think the whole update team is very awesome, is it's, it, it, it just makes the shows better. And, to me, being a, you know, I do podcasts. We both do, you know, radio and podcast, Cofield. But to be on, I think, the network that's embracing radio the most, it's a, it's a pleasure. So how can we get an update guy for the podcast? Um, just won't be current stories. So a little thing for you. I know you're not up on digital media, <laughs> but those recorded pieces of media. But well, it's pretty old you, news. You, you five probably, years ago. <laughs> this update guy stinks. All right. Let's talk zigzag. Because uh, it's probably the most powerful handicapping factor in the NBA. And here's the theory. Teams all want to win, but you can only play at a fever pitch occasionally. Or maybe it's better to say not every game. So usually if a team wins the prior game, it's hard for them to keep a fever pitch. While the team that lost, the stakes go way up. Because it's hard to lose two straight games in a series at any point and not feel like you, you're really risking losing that series. So what ends up happening is if a team wins game one at home, which often happens, you expect the road team to play better in game two. And you'll see the line drop, right? So Even if they get their butts kicked in game one. Yeah, so Toronto, good example, game one. They covered, or they actually pushed. They were an eight-point favor. We talked about last week. They won by eight. You would say, okay, line actually went down to seven for game two because the theory is Toronto's opponent was going to play harder. Toronto was going to be a little bit lax. There's no zigzag situation more prominent than game three with the home team down 0-2. So as much as kudos to the Bucks, but this was a true must win. I mean, I, I mean, we could talk about theoretically you can come back down 0-3, you know, very difficult. And I think Boston being a team that's thin right now because of injuries are relatively thin is the idea that they're going to be able to play hard every game uh, or at least at a fever pitch is, 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 is that's a high bar I think for them. And thus I wouldn't put too much into this though. I would say this when you have a young team and they win that first game, they can start breathing a little bit, especially when you're down. So I would say that the fever pitch won't be the same for Milwaukee in Game 4, but I do think they're going to be more relaxed. Bucks win by 24, Game 4 numbers out. They were laying 5 tonight, they're laying 5 again. So that's an, another example where you would naturally think, wait a minute, yeah. wouldn't that line go up because Milwaukee's proven themselves can win, but no, it's going to be, hey, Boston's going to probably play with a little more fervor. But all zigzag situations are not created equal. Right, because Boston wants to win here, but if it's two two, what's the consequence of losing? Not that bad. Now, the zigzag would say look hard at the six or at 
the Celtics in Game 5 if it is 2-2, because if they lose that one, they're in trouble. It's always, and this is the way to measure, guys, the impact of the zigzag. What are the consequences if the team loses? And in this case, for Boston in Game 4, the consequences are modest, because it's still 2-2. But then in Game 5, hypothetically, the consequences would be grave if they go down and then go back to Milwaukee. Golden State's back on the court on Sunday in San Antonio. The Spurs are down 3 nothing. GSW's laying 6.5. I want to get your reaction to what's happened to the Western Conference odds. So we talked about it coming in that it was a little weird. Golden State won seven less games. Steph Curry's injured. Seven less games than the Rockets, but the Rockets were about even money to win the West. And actually, I have that, I have that right. Yeah, Rockets were even money, right? No, no, no. So Golden State, Golden State was even money. Yes. The Rockets were just behind them at plus one fifteen. So you're like, wait, this seems flip flopped. Well, now that Golden State money, that that number is one ten in some places to win the West, and I saw a minus one forty now. One forty for whom? Golden State. Okay, so what you're saying, just to be clear, because we're we're changing times and all that, is what we're saying is entering the playoffs to win the West, Golden State was a small favorite. As we've had these games go by, a handful of games, Golden State is now a slightly bigger favorite over Houston. 40 cents. Yeah. I mean, at that one particular book, that's, have you seen enough? That's a big number. That's a big move. Have you seen enough to justify that kind of move? No, but remember, and this is something we talk about all football season. If you have a narrative in your head, this is human nature. This isn't if you're smart or if you're dumb. This is human nature. If you have a narrative in your head and it's being contradicted. So I think Golden State's one of the best teams of all time. That's the narrative. Okay? <laughs> Cofield perhaps it's me. I've that. been sticking with that the entire season. I believe in them. I don't care if Curry's down for a while. They lose They lose six out of ten. It's like, ha, huh, here's why, here's why, here's why, here's why. The minute they start looking good, it's that, see, see? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now, the flip side is, if you think something isn't going to happen, you don't think this team is good or this quarterback's good, then you can see situations where, they win and they win and they win, and it's like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. They lose three in a row. It's like, see? So I think in general, the betting market is certainly embracing, and 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 and, and I think this bears saying clearly, Golden State at their high point this season was in the minus 220 range, so you had to bet 220 to win 100 for them to win the title. Michael Jordan in his prime, his best year, it was about even money. Him, it was Michael and the Bulls were the field, even money. So Golden State was as big of a favorite at their high point this year as any team in NBA history. In fact, the only team that's been as big was last year's Golden State team. So, and and, and almost as high. So, so it's a situation where, yeah, Golden State's dropped off a lot, but Golden State at a certain point of the year was a historic favorite to win the title. I could have got plus 105 just 10 days ago, and now I'm going to have to pay the price. So better jump on it soon. All right. Quick break here. When we come back, want to reset, take a uh, rapid look at the NFL schedule release and the latest update on the odds of who's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. That's on the way straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! 
Straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Best bet time. Well, forced lean time. I'm going to give four leans a little smorgasbord of Saturday NBA action. So let's roll through the games. The uh, first game of the day, uh, 2.30, Sixers, 2-1 lead on the Heat, laying three on the road. Oftentimes with these favorites and Sixers to become the type of team that's laying three on the road in the playoffs. Let's stop and think about that for a moment. All right. 110 to one to win the title at the two beginning months of the streak. Yeah, when I they mean, were 36 two, and 30. Yeah. Two months ago, 110 to one. Now 16 to one for the Sixers and entering tonight, the Cavs are 15 to one after this loss. Wow, that I'm going to look at the update tomorrow, and I'll tweet it out. His Twitter handle is at RJ in Vegas. Is I'm predicting the Sixers will have better title odds tomorrow morning than the Cavs. I like the Sixers here minus three. It's a lean. Here's why: this team is energized and beads back. And we were speculating last week that Miami's big man might think, okay, he can get in the game and make a statement. Well, from what I saw uh, in in game two, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Embiid coming back keeps his team motivated, where you would typically see a flat spot perhaps on the road here. I like the Sixers. Pelicans closeout game, minus seven at home against the Blazers. If you ever want to doubt the zigzag, or a minimum, if you want to doubt the psychology of NBA series, Look at the difference between a home team down 0-2 and a home team down 0-3. What was the Pelicans-Blazers line in Game 3? If I remember, it was in that Pelicans you know, four-point favorite range. Now it's seven. So wait a minute. The Pelicans got three points better? No. It's now they don't believe the Blazers are going to maybe give full effort because they're down 0-3. It's so hard to come back. Psychology, motivation matters. I don't want to lay that price, so I'm going to pass this baby. But it really goes to show you how much effort level and psychology matters. Rockets at the Wolves, laying five and a half. I actually, again, I'm going with the road favorite. This is a lean. I think the Rockets want to keep up with Golden State. This is one of those, anything you can do, we can do better. And with Golden State looking to sweep. I don't think the Rockets want to extend this series. Even series, Jazz laying four and a half at home against the Thunder. And if I were taking off the rubber band and betting any game, I would actually bet the Thunder here. Plus four and a half. I think there's no player more so than Russell Westbrook where his energy level, his 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 fervor matters the most. And I think you're going to see a, a guy that is is feels like he's in a borderline, not a must win, but a very important winning spot. I think you're going to see a monster game from Westbrook. I would make a small bet on the Thunder, plus four and a half. Going into the weekend, number one pick odds, Sam Darnold, minus 175. Josh Allen, plus 140. I think we're going to see movement by Monday. Lots of NFL tomorrow, right? Tomorrow I'm going to have a best bet on the number one pick in the draft. We are out of here. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 o'clock Pacific. Straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.